0: Hey guys, it's Dr. J and Apostle Sherman and we are so excited that you have tuned in for this week's message. We pray that it blesses you and helps to transform your life and the direction that God has for you. Enjoy the message. Hey, family, I am so excited that you have tuned in to midweek. We are so excited. Y'all excited? excited? We're excited that you have tuned in, and this is what I want you to do. You know what I'm going to say. I want you to push press that supernatural button, the share button, and invite as many people as you possibly can to experience this today. I believe that God is going to do something uh, unusual. It's going to be so good in this space. And I want you to make sure that your family, your friends are able to experience all that God is doing. So go ahead and share now. And a matter of fact, I really want you to press into virtual evangelism. I don't want you just to share. I want you to tag somebody in the comments right now. Do it. Tag somebody in the comments. Invite them to come in this space. This word tonight, I believe if we grab it and really apply it to our lives. We're going to see some tremendous things happen in and for us, and uh, we're going to experience tremendous breakthrough. Uh, I feel like... um, it was the intentionality of God, even though I wasn't aware of it <laughs> ahead of time, uh, to make sure that this didn't come forth Sunday. I think it was always His plan and His purpose for this to happen today, and um, and I'll share a little bit more of why as we go forward in, in this experience. Well, I'm interested in um, those that those that are on right now. I'm interested in if you're really ready for the word. If you're ready for the word, I want you to type into the comments, "I'm ready." As a matter of fact. I'm gonna pull my little phone out, and see what's happening here over on Facebook. I want you to go ahead and type into the comments I'm ready if you're ready. Glory to God I see y'all i see I see um anjali and uh I see jaqui Marissa michelle hello to everybody who's on today go ahead again and press that share button invite and hello to everybody on youtube we're happy that you are here as well well let's jump into this let's start with a word of prayer tonight i want you to posture your heart and let's go to before the lord father thank you so much uh, for what you're doing tonight we're so grateful for the opportunity father to worship you to praise you we're grateful for the opportunity to gather around your word and father we invite your presence your wisdom your knowledge your understanding in our midst tonight and i thank you lord god that as we share that this translates beyond the screen And something powerful begins to happen in the homes of everyone that's watching. We thank you, Lord God, that um, even in the midst of pandemic and separation from others, we thank you that your presence has been so sure for our congregation and our partners, those that are watching, our friends, that you're doing something so excellent and amazing. And so we press into that tonight and we welcome um, everything that you have available to rest, rule, and abide in the midst of us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, so I'm, I'm happy you're here and I want to have a conversation with you tonight and I want to have a conversation around Genesis chapter 1 and if you have um, a Bible app or a physical Bible um, I want you to turn there. I want you to go to Genesis chapter 1 and we're going to go to verse 1. We I started a series a couple of weeks ago that I haven't gotten back to and so uh, I'm looking forward to continuing in in the thought that God began with us. And we started off in Genesis 1 and 1 with this new series entitled Genesis. Genesis. And so let's see what God says. Genesis 1 and 1. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We'll stop there. Maybe one day we'll get further in this book, but we'll stop there. Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I want to talk to you really quickly about this idea of Evolution versus creation. Um, evolution versus creation. So there's a consistent conversation happening around the world. It has been for decades, if not centuries. How did we get here? Right? How did we get here? It's, it's, this idea and this question of how do we get here has affected a lot of people's faith. Whereas they have be- believed all kinds of storylines, all kinds of things that they have believed and stood for, and thought this was the right thing, that it's affected their faith and it's affected how they were able to manifest the life that God created for them to live. Um, here's the thing about evolution: uh, you know, evolution violates the law of cause and effect. If you're writing that down, I want you to take notes. I want you to write that down. If you're not taking notes. Write it down. So evolution violates the law of cause and effect. So there is a cause for every effect, right? There's an actor for every action and a thinker for every thought. Um, and what, what evolution wants to say is that, hey, we came uh, from, from, from one particular species and it began to evolve into something else and evolve into something else and evolve into something else. And there is a subtraction of God in the process. But this idea of we just happened, we, we just happened. Uh, Lee Strobel um, says this. He asserts that in order to accept evolution, we have to believe nothing produced Everything that if you're going to go into this evolution, here's the idea. Nothing produced everything. And that just simply doesn't make sense. If you're with me in the comments, I just want you to type in that just don't make sense that 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 nothing produced everything that that non life produces life. If you're, if you're going to grab a hold of evolution, that's what you're saying. Non life produces life. How about this? That randomness produces fine tuning. That randomness produces fine-tuning. That that somehow something just happened. And then all of a sudden, you get this perfect specimen that's us that God um, allowed to happen. We just think it just came into place. How about this? That chaos produces information. If you're going to embrace evolution, that's what you're thinking. Or that unconsciousness produces consciousness. Or even that non-reason produces reason. Um, You got to grab a hold of um, the intricacies of the systems of your body um, are are too perfect and together for it to be that it just happened. The mind of God came into place to put these things in order that the systems of your body would operate the way they operate. Without anyone having to do anything to them for them to operate the way they were created to operate, they operated. There is a mind that goes far beyond the mind of uh, or the idea of something just happened. We, we don't know. Just something just happened. I believe that many of us flow into this idea of evolution and and some will disagree with me, but I'll say it: it is because we're just mad at God. And because we're mad at God, because of some instance or circumstance that happened in our lives, and can I say this to you first of all, God's okay with you being mad with him, first of all. And he's actually okay with having the conversation about that fact that you were mad with him. But many of us are dealing with being upset with God because he wasn't there in a particular place and space that we wanted him to be. And because he wasn't there, we started going on this journey that he didn't exist, and if we go on the journey that didn't, he didn't exist, then we have to figure out another way that we got here. Yeah, sure. So uh, uh, m- many of the people are fighting this whole idea of creation because we're simply mad with the creator. Yeah. We're upset with the creator. Let's talk about this. Man has nothing and had nothing to do with creation. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. And for us to think that we can reason God out of the equation is something that's just uh, simply nuts. The Bible says very clearly that a fool says in his heart that there is no God. A fool says in his heart that there is no God. How can you look at all of creation? Uh, we did a series during the, the pandemic called Revealed, and, and we talked about how powerful it is. That God has given uh, creation as an expression of his heart, his expression of his love. And it, it also should bring us to a place of worship and adoration of the creator versus us being in a place of pulling him out um, of the situation. Let's go to Colossians real quick. Colossians verse one and verse number six, chapter one and verse number 16, Colossians one and chapter number 16. It says, for by him all things were created and that are in the heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. I want you to type into the comments right now all things. things. Just, Just type that in real quick. All things. Everything that was created was created by him and for him. And uh, verse 17 says this, and he is before all things, and him all things consist. He is before all things, and in him all things consist. Man did not evolve from a monkey. Are you there? You You're not going to get me to believe I am a descendant from an ape. Now now you may want to believe that you may want to embrace that idea but I I refuse to believe that. Now, we could go on a journey. We, can go on, we, we could go on a long journey. And I know some of you have had questions concerning uh, creation and and the the the, the uh, actual journey of things, you know, where did dinosaurs come from. You know, that's a consistent question. And it's a great question. And we could go on that journey. We could talk about that. We're not going to tonight, uh, I think. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't think anything's wrong with your questions. But I think oftentimes we journey into some things that we simply don't know. And I, and I, and I kind of push people to, to, the, to pay their bills and, and do those kinds of things and figure out how to clean your room uh, um, and not lose yourself in going on journeys in your mind that takes you out of a place, okay? There's a, there's a lot of theologians there's a, that have certain kinds of concepts. Of where they believe creation happened, what happened when the world was without form and void, and that there was a space between scriptures, um, where they believe many believe that that's why the world was without form and void because of ice age. There's all kinds of things that comes into play in space. Here's what we know: that no matter what the direction of things were, God created it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need to. That's what we need to rest in. God created. Every aspect of what exists in our lives, He made us. He made us, and, um, and and when you when you really grab a hold of that, then you're able to press into another level of connectivity. When you don't when you don't embrace God as Creator, you start feeling like He doesn't understand you or know you but here's the thing god created everything about you and one of the things i love brandon that the bible says is that god actually knows the number of hairs he he can he can cut the number of hairs uh, on your head you know and uh one of of my dear friends pastor gregman there he's losing those but even the ones that he still has even the ones he still has god knows (laughs) the count of hairs upon that man of god's head do you hear me It is important for you to realize that God knows everything about you, everything about you. And when you embrace him as creator, there's an intimacy that's born that you realize um, I came out of you. Ooh, that's good. I came out of you. So there's nothing about me you don't know. And that's why we I think our prayer lives will go to the next level when we understand he knows everything in and out about us, because whatever you think you're hiding, you're not hiding it from him. You're hiding it from you. And you're like, Sherman, what do you mean? Anytime that you are not revealing to God and being honest about where you are, you're hiding from yourself the opportunity to be healed to be cared for, to be walked through. You've got to embrace him as the creator that created you and knows every single thing about you. He knows how wild you are. He knows how crazy you are. He knows how he knows the great things about you. He knows everything about you. And how about this? And he still loves you. That's that's amazing to me that God knows all my crazy and still loves me no matter what. And you've got to grab a hold of that. He loves you no matter what. So God created everything. And one of the things that I want to do is I want to talk about, I want to talk about Uh, the Son, you know. uh, I want to talk about the Son, the S-O-N, the Son in His presence, the Word that was present in the beginning. And uh, uh, we know that the Word in the New Testament was presented to us as Jesus, as Christ. But I want to go through a journey for a minute about the Word. One of the first things that I want to talk about that we see here um, in Colossians, okay? We're going to Colossians first chapter. If you look at verses 15 through 16, I'm not going to read it, but one of the first things that they show us, is that Jesus is God, that Jesus is God. Can we just lay that for a minute? Jesus is God. And some of you are like, duh. Well, no, no, no. Let's talk about that. I don't know if it's a dumb moment, right? Because if we really realize who is God, things shift in and around us from this perspective. I was talking to one of my spiritual sons, Scott Aka, the other day, and and very clearly, just for a moment, we talked about the fact that God still says there will be no other God's before me i know i know that's not popular talk and a lot of times we think that we don't move in idolatry but i want to offer to you that idolatry is more common than not that we actually live in the day of idols that we actually live in the day of multiple gods we actually live in a day where people are choosing to worship so many things simultaneously and and because of that is caused a division in the heart. And I want you to be careful with that. Hallelujah. The, because the, the word makes it very clear that God wants your whole heart. So divided hearts is what equal what brings us to divided personalities. So a lot of people are trying to figure out why do I feel like there's different parts of me and they're not coming together. It's because the heart is divided. Right. The heart is divided and we have to be very careful to make sure that we're not we're removing these idols out of the place out of place. And we worship we worship Christ. We worship God. Jesus is God. Jesus is God. And um and, and no other God can have the space in our lives and in our reality. We, we need to dismiss the other gods. And so we're on a 21-day fast here at All Nation San Bernardino, and I know other people are joining us. They're sending me messages who are joining us literally from all over the country, and I'm super excited that you're going on this journey with us um, on this fast. You know, Wednesdays are special because Wednesdays are water only. Praise God. And uh, and I'm just going to tell the truth about me, you know, because I that's the only way I know how is that, you know, I make sure and I will be actually uh, ordering something after this time together uh, for a midnight stack in God Uh, because I. uh, Hallelujah, because at midnight, (laughs) when the when the clock strikes midnight, I will be eating in God and then I'm going to go to sleep on that. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, but, but we're on this journey of, of fasting, right? In this, uh, this journey of fasting. And we're on this journey of checking our heart. Yeah. And when Apostle Jaquette said that, I was like, oh, I love that. I love that because God uses her to create the fast that we're in. And the funny thing about it is that majority of all of the fasts we ever created, she's not ever been able to be on them. Because she's either pregnant or breastfeeding a child. Uh, So so she's sitting back, you know, telling us what we're going to do while she's not doing it. God bless you, Dr. Chiquette. And so, (laughs) but in this heart check aspect, we need to check our hearts to make sure that we're removing the idols. Let's check our hearts to make sure we're removing the idols and that Jesus is the center of our attention. that that he's the focus of everything that we possibly have. Because then then I'm telling you, there's no, ooh, uh, Aaliyah wrote a song back in the day, it said, rock the boat. You know, and so in in the song, rock the boat, (laughs) it's important for you to understand that that many of us, we won't be as shaky and rocky if we can simply focus, focus, focus on Jesus. Because if you focus on Jesus, you're going to dive in his word right? And here's the idea of it. When, you, when you're when you reading the Word, and this might sound interesting to some of you, you're actually consuming God. I, I know that may sound morbid to some of us, but you're actually consuming God. If Jesus is the Word, right? He is the Word, and, and his, his written Word is the same with Him. They're connected. We are consuming the Word, and we're consuming God, and the, the more we consume God, the more we become like Him. Death to our flesh and alive to our divine nature, right? Alive to our divine nature. But you've got to hold on to the idea Jesus is God. Jesus is God. And how about not Jesus is God, Brittany, but Jesus is the only God. He's the only God you won't be shaken in your doctrine and you will not move into doctrines of demons. You will not. Move, and that's something real in the Bible. The Bible talks about it. Uh, doctrines of demons. The Bible even talks about there'll be a time where there'll be many Christs that would arrive. So there are p- many saviors, many people who feel like they could bring you into liberty in your thought process. But at the whole time it's bringing you into bondage. We, we are in the days of witches, warlocks. I don't care if you don't like it. I'm going to say it again. We are in the day of witches and warlocks. We are in the day where the enemy wants to bring people into strong delusion. Yeah. To pull them into a place where we are, to impact, to, to, we are looking to go on a journey of experiencing the supernatural without him. To experience something beyond this world. I get it. All of us, there's something in us that longs for something beyond this world. But if you don't focus in on Jesus, you will find other paths that will lead you there and then convince you that you are on the right path. There is only one way. I hear Jesus saying, I am the door. Hold on, Sherman. You're sitting down. You're supposed to be calm, doing the whole teaching thing. I am the door. I am the door. There's only one way to the father, but through him. You can't get to any, you can't get to the father through any other avenue, any other avenue. And that's why you can go on those journeys and still have a longing, still have a wide opening on the inside of you because Jesus is the only way. So let me move. Jesus is God. Uh, Here's the second thing. Um, Jesus is God who created all things. Jesus is God that created all things, right? We talked about that. Uh, He is is sovereign over creation. You think about this concept of Jesus creating all things. He is sovereign over creation. And I know that word sovereign for some of us, we don't really get, because we live in westernized uh, uh, America. We live in America. You think of a sovereign, you think of a king, you think of a ruler, you think of the only voice that matters, When you think of sovereign, a sovereign, you think of the only voice that matters. No other voice matters. Every voice becomes secondary to the voice of the sovereign. I'm into I'm into shows of old school kingdoms, I'm, I'm into that. So yes, I did watch uh, Shonda's new show, what is it, Bridgerton, okay? Now I'm gonna say this, and y'all not gonna like it. I mean, most of the time I say stuff like this, you don't like it. Uh, and I don't understand how any of you single people are watching it, and I'm just gonna say that when you get past episode five, you need to really check your heart while you're on this fast. and then wonder, especially because one of the other things in the show, and I love the show, that you have to be very careful as a single person is the idolization of marriage. So you got, the, you got the mixture of the idolization of marriage and high sexual intensity. So you got the marriage of both of those things happening. Here you are, lonely as you want to be, ain't got a man or a woman, want to be married, and then the man is in there telling the woman to, you know, uh, I got know there has to be children watching, to, uh, to move into self-pleasure. So you're watching this, lonely, don't have nobody, sitting there watching it, high-level lust, high-level desire and glorification of marriage by any means, and then you're sitting at home in your single bed. Y'all still there? I'm just saying, good show. But I'm just saying, I want you to be really careful. And, I, and I, I, oftentimes I run the risk of people just saying that uh, I'm a prude, or I run the risk of people saying, I, you know, I'm a fun stiller, I'm a fun thief, I don't want anybody to have fun. It's just not the case. I'm trying to protect your eyes and your ears. Yeah. And I really want you to be at a place of wholeness and not to have unnecessary fights. You're having unnecessary fights by what you let come in your eye and your ears. Stuff that God didn't even send us an uh, opportunity for you to learn how to win. There are fights that God allows to come so that you can learn how to overcome and win. And then there's stuff that you just opened the door to that you never had to fight. All right. So he's a sovereign. Anyway, I was saying I watch uh, shows like Bridgerton and and uh, and, uh, and I'm watching Rain, which is, is, uh, is actually a um, a show that was actually first came out in 2013 to 17. I thought it was new. And so I'm watching Rain, and it, all of these shows are about these these kingdoms, right? These kingdoms that exist. And it's this idea that the sovereign, this king, this sovereign, has the final say. Has the final say. And I, if he's sovereign over creation, which includes you, I just want you to really ponder upon the thought, does God have the final say, really, in your life? I'm just offering a space for you to think. Um, Does God have the final say for you? Or do you have the final say? Do your friends have the final say? Do your boyfriends have the final say? Girlfriends, huh? Does your wife have the final say? Because some of you think because you're married that somehow your spouse should have the final say. Now, don't get me wrong. I am a man of great submission. Wives, submit to your husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. That's biblical. But what I want you to be very careful of is following anyone. I know some of y'all ain't going to like me telling you this. That's telling you to follow them outside of the plan and the will of God. So if your spouse tells you to murder somebody, are you going to do it? Wives. Your husband says, go shoot him in the head. You gonna go get a gun and just kill him. Pam! My husband said I must be submitted to my husband. what you think about it? Most of us would never do a thing. I don't want you to follow any man or woman to any kind of sin. And I wanna offer this to you. Sin. Includes disobedience to God. To disobey God is to be in sin. Anything he told you to do. That you do not do. Disobedience is sin. So you never let any. I don't know why I'm here. You never let any relationship of any kind. Pull you to a place of disobedience to God. I'm still here. I'm just letting this sit in. He's sovereign over creation. Let's keep moving. He is the agent of creation, the agent of creation. In other words, everything came through him. Here's here's the next thing. He, He is the purpose of creation. He's the purpose of creation. I am here to live for Christ. We are created for him. He is the purpose of creation. How about this? He is the sustainer of creation. He's a sustainable creation. Everything is able to move the way it's moving because of the fact that everything is upheld by him. Everything's upheld by him. And and uh it, it's it's this it's this idea that oftentimes when we when we when this is what it is, when you pull Jesus out of the equation, everything falls apart. You know, it's this idea, I think it's in Proverbs, where the Bible talks about. Um, good success. It talks about good success, right? It draws the correlation. Find it for me, Greg. Draws the correlation. Joshua 1 and 8 says that makes it, thank you, Greg, uh, that, that Joshua 1 and 8, he's the living Bible. Uh, uh, yes. So Joshua 1 and 8 talks about how um, that if we're taking in the word of God and we're following the plan of God, we'll see good success. So I always talk about that if there's a good success, there's a bad success. So not all success comes from God. Not all success comes from God. So if you're if you're not careful and if Jesus is not the center of everything, um, you'll you'll think you're doing good because you're successful at some level. But then you can be successful at some level in what the world would call success and then internally be a mess. I refuse to have what people pretend call call rather to be success, but be a mess. No success as a mess. I want to be whole. I want, I, I want to be together. I want everything to be in the ordered system by which God has created for it to be. So Jesus is God who created all things. Here's the next thing. Jesus is God, the creator who became a part of his creation. Right? Right? We see that in verse 19. Think about that. He created us and then was willing to become a part of our creation. Have you shared yet? I want you to share this broadcast with as many people as you possibly can. Let's just have a conversation uh, tonight, and let's just talk. Uh, so, so th- this this idea that God loves us so much that He didn't only create a thing; He became a part of the creation. And that that's that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal because He 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 intersected Himself in the experience of us. So that and that's where the intimacy comes from, because there's nothing that we can go through that Jesus doesn't understand. Tempted at all points, but without sin. That there's nothing that Jesus doesn't comprehend about you. And I think this is when we must embrace and I know you're going to get this, Julia. We must embrace friendship, right, with Jesus. If we embrace friendship with Jesus, everything changes. Can I tell you, everything changes for you. When you when you embrace friendship, let me say it like this. Let me say it in a better way. When you embrace friendship with the Godhead, period. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. When you embrace friendship with the Godhead, everything changes. I'm not just a servant. It's not just about me doing things. It's not just about me showing up. Everybody's on that tip right now. Just if you show up, you're going to be okay. Not exactly. Not really. No, you can't just show up. You you, got to show up in the way God intended for you to show up. Just showing up any old kind of way ain't going to work. And some of us have felt like we've made it in life because you showed up. And I'm sorry, I got to pop the bubble today. You have not gone to where he wanted you to go because you're not showing up the version of you he wanted you to show up. And that's gonna take work in the secret place and behind the scenes. So don't just show up, show up how he told you to show up. And when that happens, we're able to see what we're supposed to experience um, um, in, in our lives. He became a part of creation because he wanted that intimacy with you. You can know that he understood, right? He, in order in order to, to die, he died so that he could redeem his fallen um, creation and bring us into a place of connection with him. So there's this idea we're constantly rolling through, where did we come from? Where do we come from? So this is what I want you to write down. I came from intelligent design. I came from intelligent design. I came from intelligent design of a perfect creator, of a perfect creator. Um, I want you to think about all that is you and know that you just didn't happen. Um, Not only did he, he created you, he, he, he dropped your specific purpose plan and his, I call it the God designed for your life. He dropped the God designed for your life in a particular bloodline on purpose. Can we, can we talk about that? God redeems bloodlines. We've seen it. We've seen it. That's how. That's how. That's how David could be a whole ho, and Jesus be called the son of David. D- David could be a whole murderer, a liar, and Jesus be called the son of David. God is into redeeming bloodlines. So you are more than the son of uh, 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 Mamie them, Mamie and them. It's a, you're, 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 you're more than John's daughter. You're more than Alfred's son. You're, 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 you're more than that. You are the answer. You're the answer, and you're a part of the redemption plan of your bloodline. That's important to get because when you get that then you you stop being mad about who your mom and your daddy is. Because, ooh, some of us are adults still trying to win mommy and daddy's attention. And hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not downing it. Listen to me, please, 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 please. Because I know my directness sometimes comes off as insensitivity and I'm not being insensitive to where you're at. I want you to understand very clearly. I want you to understand very clearly. I get it, I get where you're at. Doesn't make it okay that you're still there. Doesn't make it okay that you're still there, okay? You, You, I'm not rushing your journey, but I need you to get on the journey. And I don't need you to lie and say you're on the journey because it sounds good. The only way you can get on the journey is to get on what we would call, Christian, the potter's wheel. Yeah. And it's that we are allowing him to form us. Yeah. That's in the Bible, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the potter's wheel. That we, we're allowing him to form us. Yeah. And you uh, a piece of clay never comes off of the wheel by itself. Have you ever seen clay walk off a wheel? <laughs> so, have you ever seen clay, you have feet and walk off a wheel? No, no. The clay stays on the wheel until the powder takes it off. You understand? And so you have to allow him to process you and take you through that and embrace the fact that God has called you to do something really unique in the bloodline because he created you as a redeemer. He redeemed you and you're a part of his redemption plan. And, and, and he wants to use you a part of that and make that happen. Okay, let's move forward. So, so where did we come from? We came from an intelligent design of a perfect creator. Intelligent design of a perfect creator. And that creator placed us perfectly in the correct bloodline because we were a part of that redemption plan. I, I'm trying to, to do the whole calm teacher thing, but I want to run. Because right now, first, this ain't nowhere in my notes, and they could tell you see anything about redemption on this paper. And so the Lord, the Lord is the, the Lord is telling me this to you. Right now. I didn't plan to say this. The Lord is telling me this to you right now for a specific purpose and a specific reason today. And here's the reason: God wants to do something so powerful in your family. We prayed for that last week, and I and I, I believe that that's re, that's a reality. Cause. God is so into healing your family, yeah. He's so into doing it and and guess what he's not gonna do I'm not coming i'm not I'm not gonna do it. it's not gonna be me, yeah. and God's not gonna raise up your favorite preacher on t v or on facebook live and and all of that. He's not gonna do that. He's actually raising you up- mm-hmm. He's raising you up, and you may go different through different means and different ways to get there but you're gonna get there. You might be like Moses who gets put in a bassinet, in in a basket and placed upon water. And it may seem like you went through a detour, but it was all according to the plan. Moses ends up in somebody else's house, ends up being in some place with some people that are not their parents, not his parents. He didn't come from them at all. And it seemed like, what the heck am I doing? How am I here? It seems like God would just send me directly to my people, but God had a reason to go on the journey, you to learn a system to break a system. So I had to send you in to a place so that you could learn the system that you're called to break. So I might have to go a number of ways to get there, but as long as I get there, I'm called to redeem my bloodline. I'm, I'm called to redeem my people. Moses had to go around about to be sent to the people that he was came from originally, in order to be able to pull them out of a place. So what is God? What journey is God taking you on that seems unusual to bring the bloodline into a place of redemption? What what does that look like for you and how that's happening? But anyway, let's let's move. So so I I, I came from intelligent design of a perfect uh, creator, and he placed me. He placed me on purpose in a particular bloodline so that I could be a part of the redemption plan. Um, who are we? Who are we? Here's another question. Who are we? Uh, we we are the greatest and highest creation of God. Do you realize that even the angels, the angels asked the question. Okay. Who is man? Mm-hmm. The, the angels. Yeah. Am I right, Greg? It was the angels, right? It's the angels said, okay, wait a minute. This whole you and man thing. We have some questions because what is so special about them? I want you to think about the journey of even the Israelites uh, that they went through this journey of being dumb, doing dumb things. And every time they did, God always raised up a deliverer, raised up a judge, raised up a deliverer, raised up a judge, raised up a, judge, raised up a deliverer. And I'm sure the angels are watching this from heaven. Like what What's come on. What's this thing with this man thing? <laughs> Who is man that you are mindful of them? Mindful of them. Think about it. Can I say this to you? You are always on God's mind. You are always on mind. you mind. You, you, you are always on God's mind. On God's mind. Even when you don't feel like it. Even when you don't feel like it, you know? I went on a journey 2020 at several places. I'm like, are you listening? (laughs) 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 Uh, Are you you paying attention? Because I am experiencing some very frustrating things here. I know what i I I understand feeling like a dream of yours, something you worked on, was, was dying. And it's like, I know you told me to do this, but you didn't tell me this was going to happen like this. And it could put you on so many places. But here's the prophetic word to you today. You are on the mind of God. Mm. You are on the mind of God. And he's concerned about every aspect of you. Y'all brought me up here talking like this with no clock, So y'all got to tell me where I'm at and how long I've been talking. Okay. And so let's move. Let's move. We are the highest. We are the greatest and highest creation of God. We are made in his image. Right. We are made in this image. We are made in this image. I want you to type in the comments real quick. I am like God. I am like God. I am like God. And in in the on the journey of God likeness or Christ likeness, the enemy, the reason why he wants you to be bound is because he wants you to be more aware of the flesh than the Christ likeness than the Christ-likeness. There's Christ-likeness, there's, there's, a, there's, there's you made like God. And obviously, we're not talking about features, right? She light skin, I'm chocolate. We can't both look like God. So we're not talking about physicalities, <laughs> right? But we're, we're talking about, without a doubt, we're talking about the idea that the essence of who he is, his character, And even, here's a beautiful word, his nature. So we're moving from this concept of sin nature, right? The sin nature to this idea of Christ-likeness. Christ-likeness. Religion wants you to be sin conscious. Sin consciousness. So it's more so this idea, thank you, Lord, of walking through what I'm trying not to do than what I've been empowered to do so good. Yeah. Did, did you hear what I said so it's this idea of okay so when I when I was when I was a single guy and you know part of my mindset was this girl is fine I just have to, i need to try not to give her all of me hello mm-hmm. I mean all of me that's what I'm talking about uh uh uh, uh, uh all of my members so this <laughs> th- th- this girl is fine I don't want to give her all of me Right. So then I was trying to not do that. And my focus was, was let me not give her all of me. Let me not give her all of me. Let me not give her all of me. And so I was more sin conscious than I was aware of my Christ likeness and press into the aspect that I'm actually empowered to keep myself. So I'm not trying not to give myself to her. I'm moving from the space of I am I am empowered to keep myself. I'm empowered to do this. I'm empowered to live holy. I'm empowered by God to look like him. I'm empowered by him to do this. The grace of God is not what's sent to me when I fall. The grace of God is what's given to me that I don't fall. You have misplaced grace. And grace has only been used to pick you up when you're in a mess. But grace is actually the empowerment to make sure you never see a mess. That's what grace is. It's the empowerment that a mess never becomes your reality. But we have taught our way into bad doctrine and teaching. That's created this idea that we're just fighting and trying to not, I don't want to, 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 instead of I'm empowered too. I'm empowered too. So both my, 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 wife, my wife, she's big on speaking in the affirmative, and I'm learning. One of my, my spiritual daughters, one of my new daughters, uh, and, that I'm growing and learning with uh, Pastor Tiffany Turner, one of our new executive pastors, she's big on it. Like she, you can hear it. We are in meetings and Her language is already there, and I'm like, okay, the two of y'all now, I'm going to be a Jesus. They, they just speak in the affirmative. And so you know, I, I have always, in, in the past, I've talked to people, and I would say, you know, this is what I don't want you to do. And, and one of the things I realized is that what people are left with is whatever. If I say, I don't don't want you to touch that green cord. All they heard was, touch that green cord. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they heard. Like I realized it with my own assistant. If if I I, I have to make sure I say it because I'll say it and she'll say and Kido look at me like, oh, yeah, because I surely heard you say the last of whatever you just said, like, and and it go that direction, right? But the affirmative would be, would say, hey, uh, if if I don't want you to touch, you know, the green cord, then I I want you to keep your hands to yourself. I want you to keep your hands to yourself. I want to offer to you that throughout our lives, we have just been speaking and keeping language that, that kind of talks in uh, a detriment or in, in a negative, and and, uh, and and not in a positive and not in an affirmative. So all of our life is being lived out from this place of uh, what we're trying to do. And I've been trying. To, I've been there. The word again. I have been embracing and this idea of getting rid of the word "try" out of my vocabulary, because what I try, I don't execute. What I try, I don't actually execute. So I'm not trying anything. I'm not trying to be great, I'm being great. I'm not trying to finish the book, I'm finishing the book. I'm not trying to start the blog, I'm finishing the blog. Right? Because other, other otherwise I'm saying something over my life and pushing myself in a direction that God doesn't want me to go into. So I gotta I gotta move uh that clock, I can't see it, it is black. Um now. Um so so it's important. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's important for you to grab a hold of this, that you are the greatest and highest creation of God. You're made in this image, um, and we are created for a relationship with God. Right? We have dignity, we have value, we have purpose. Would you type that in the comments today? I have dignity, I have value, I have purpose. I have dignity, value, and purpose. And, and all of this is really intro, but I'm, I'm gonna get to the message in a minute. Uh, why, are why, why are we here? Why are we here? Why are we here is the next question, why are we here? I, and this is I want you to grab a hold of this this is the reason why you're here and this and, and, and if you get this then I know you want something more specific right everybody's on a purpose journey like like uh, uh Rick um what's his last name Warner what Warren, Warren made so I, that wasn't a jab or anything the man of God is an excellent man of God setbacks one of the most amazing churches that ever existed. I just want to say that um but Rick Warren has made millions off of people trying to figure out their purpose. Right. Wrote a book in 1980 something that's still being sold over and over again because people, everybody wants to know their purpose. Um, why are you here? Here's why you're here to live and create for and by Jesus. I'm going to say it again. This is why you're here, everybody. This is why you're here to live and create for and by Jesus. OK, now here's here's the message. Now, here we go. Genesis one. OK, Genesis one. In the beginning, uh, um, God created the heavens and the earth. I want to drop this, this idea. To remove the creator is to remove your creativity. To remove the creator, if we came from evolution, you are now, if we evolved, we came from some specimen, we moved into all of these things. If you're removing the creator, you are now extracting or removing your creativity. The only way you can be creative and the only way you can create is if you embrace the aspect of Genesis one and 27, which says that you're made in the image and likeness of God and the image and likeness of God includes the aspect that you're made to create. Let's walk through this today. This idea of creating. Okay. I have lots more. I will do a part two. Um, this idea of creating, a lot of people feel like, and people have said, I'm not creative. What I want you to do is to never in your life say that again. To, to say that is to reject a part of your birthright. Because actually each and every one of us are called to create something in the earth. Matter of fact, the, the Bible says that creation itself is growing and is waiting for the, it's for the manifestation of the sons of God. As sons of God. You think of this idea of a son, a son um, becomes uh, the splitting image of of, of the father, right? We understand it. When you see the son, you see the father. When you see the father, you see the son, right? Even Jesus said, I only do what I see my father in heaven do. So it's this idea that whatever he does, I want to do and I can do. Please grab a hold of that. Whatever God does. I want to do, and I actually can. The only limitations you have in life is the limitations you believe you have. That's the only ones that exist. My, my two-year-old is convinced he is a superhero. It's, it's my fault. I I, 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 I I teach him that, I say that, I say it about myself. And anytime we tell him something he cannot do, he says, yes I can. Because I'm a superhero. <laughs> he he believes it with all of his might. In in my backyard. My, my house is nestled against the mountains just, and, and it's this incline up there. And, and he says, Daddy, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go up the mountain. He's like, Sherman, you can't do that. He says, Yes, I can. I'm a superhero. So he is convinced. You can never tell him that he can't accomplish anything. Because he's convinced from the idea that he is a superhero, right? That that's, that that's a part of his identity. Listen to me, the only limitations you have are the limitations you believe that exist. If you believe you have no limits, you have no limits. Right? You are creative. And you're called to create something in the earth that's gonna be a part of your legacy. Right? What's the name of your business? Kebab shop. You're a creator. You're, you're designed by God when he thought about you and the earth, he thought about kebabs. Okay. And he he thought about how he could use you in a business concept that could put you in places that you might not ordinarily be able to go in if you just came in a place and say, I want to bring you Jesus. Most people are going to say, no, thank you. But if you could say, hey, I want to cater your event and you operating in your Christ likeness in your and the idea of who you are in God come into this place serving kebabs, but not just serving kebabs, serving Jesus, because you are the, the splitting image of your father and of Godhead. So you're coming to that place. So when God thought of Christian, he thought about the kebab shop. He thought about something she was supposed to create. Um, for some of us, it's to create a model family, not a perfect one, a model family. Everybody, all of us have something we're supposed to create. Some of you, you're supposed to create a family so that when other people look at your family, they're able to believe again in family. So the Lord told me something years ago. He said, you're not just a prophet. You are the prophecy. You, you are the prophecy. And I, I, I was having at that time a, a, a thing with, OK, God, well, I want to show all my life like you're telling me to do it. Because people think that I do this stuff because I just want to just be online, sharing my journey and sharing my life. No, not really sometimes at all. Actually, I do it because the Lord told me your whole story is a prophecy. So the reality show the Lord's been talking to us about for years upon years and that people have been confirming it. And this idea of this is not this idea of just having a show. Not an idea of gaining popularity. Doing it with the Dumas is not a thing of uh, uh, throwing our name out somewhere. Our whole brand. It's not about our name getting out somewhere. It's all about being the prophecy. About being the prophecy so that, that someone can look and believe again. What, it is, what is it that you're supposed to be creating that is going to shift everything around you? You are creative. Yeah, you you, you are creative. You not you might not be a, a, a artist. You might not draw. You might not even be a songwriter. But that's not you've boxed creativity in. Yeah. You've boxed creativity in, right? So why am I here? I, I to live and create for and by Jesus, that I'm creating for Him, and the only way that I'm going to create is by Him. By Him. As I grow in relationship and friendship with Jesus, I understand what it is I'm supposed to create. I get into the details. I'll get into the details. It's that the more friendship I have with Jesus, the more friendship I have with the Godhead, the more I understand what it is that I'm supposed to create. And here's the truth. When you embrace creation, you embrace the creative aspect. There's wealth that's coming to you. Even the scriptures say that it's him who gives us the power to create wealth. The only way you're going to create wealth is that you create what you're supposed to create. And when you create what you're supposed to create, there's a wealth connected to it. I want you to say something that may seem you know, kind of unusual, but I want you to say that there's money with my name on it. Name. Just, 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 If you're at home, I just want you to say that there's money with my name on it. There's money with, with my name. Yes, Lord. And I, I'll get into week two next week uh, I guess we're just in this thing so we'll we'll do this again next week I know I wanted to start midweek later um team but we'll just we're there all right so uh so we'll we'll we' we'll do part two next week and we'll we'll deal with this but but i I want you to know there's there that there's money with your name on it, and don't be frustrated with the journey because I want you to realize God even took his time because he wanted you to realize that you didn't have to rush the process. I'll get there next week, but there's a reason why God, he could have in one day, did it all. He could have. He could have just stepped down and said, there you go, here's the whole world. But he took days. And I'll get into next week what a day of God is. But but but, But he took days because he himself wanted to model a process. He didn't have to do a process, but he wanted to model a process for you, because he knew in 2021, you would be process frustrated. But but he wanted to model for you to stay in there, to stay in there and keep creating Because at the end of it, it will be good. It will be good, right? Isn't that what he said? After he finished creating, you'll look back on a season that seemed like the craziest thing. And you'll look back on it and you'll say, and it's good. It is good. The heartache you're experiencing right now, good place to close. The heartache you're experiencing right now, you'll, you'll look back, you'll look back, you'll look back and you'll say, it's good. You don't feel it right now. It doesn't feel like that right now. And I get it. 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 But there's a journey you're gonna get on. Greg? There's a place you're gonna get. And you'll look at the heartache and you'll say, it is good. Even when it doesn't feel good, Marissa, it's good. I'm gonna need a towel. Even when, even when, even when you don't like the different aspects about it, it is. Good. Just remain on the journey and do not pull yourself out prematurely and decide that you're going to choose another avenue or another way. Stay in it. Because as you stay in it, I promise you, I'm knowing what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about what I read. I know what I'm experiencing right now and what I experience in life, it will make sense. It'll make sense and he'll give you clarity on what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to do it. Just stick in there and and don't embrace comparison. Right, I don't, I don't want you to compare how long the fight has been for that person and that person. How long the journey has been both positive or negative, how fast or quick it's been. I want you to embrace what he's doing in you, your process, it's good. good. It is without a doubt good. And you'll look back on it and you'll say, my God, you took me a roundabout way in my estimation because you were trying to teach me something, bring me to a place of understanding, because somebody one day was going to benefit from my creative process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. My Lord. That somebody was going to need to know that, hey, it might have taken you a certain way. But if you stay in with him, he brings to pass exactly what it is that he said he would do. Listen to me. You are created to create. You're created to create. You're created to create. And I believe in in 2021, we as a tribe, as a type of people are going to embrace the creativity of God. And I believe in 2021, if I believe I'm God's prophet to many of you who are watching, is that you're going to make the most money you've ever made in your entire life, but I'm gonna tell you, you're not gonna get it by just confessing it. You've got to create. Yep. Yeah. And and as you create, you're gonna see something happen. Yeah. And uh, there are certain things, I was saying to the executive pastor team last night, that there's some things that, that I'll tell you guys about more in the future that I I, I had to realize there's stuff that I don't like about the experiences of 2020 that were born um, that have added into 2021 that I realized that instead of creating with God, I was fighting what I didn't like about what was happening. So I'm just fighting this, like I hate this, I hate this, I hate this direction. I hate what's happening in the world right now. I hate that I can't do this the way that I was planning to do it. I hate that I can't do this. I wanna do it this way, I hate this. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. And I was so focused on how much I hated the place I was in and the things that were happening in and around me that I had not settled in to be still enough to realize that there was something that he wanted me to create to help me win in what I don't really like. Yeah. To win in something I really don't like. I I can't stand pandemic. I, I can't stand not being able to do the things that I want to do in the way that I've wanted to do it. But if I embrace the creative aspect, I can step into something and actually benefit from what I hate. win from something I can't stand the key is to not fight it in the flow in the creativity and allow God to birth forth what he's called for you to birth forth Let let me let me let me pray for you father I thank you for every individual who's watching this either live or maybe they're watching this on demand tonight and uh and they're being rocked by your words today. I'm just a little instrument used by you, and um you're speaking to your children, and many people who are watching today felt like God was talking like you were talking like right to them and uh and we're grateful that there is no distance um in the realm of the spirit, and that um while we're sitting here in this room you're 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 touching your children and so thank you. Uh, for touching your children today. Um, I thank you that you're reaching into the identity of your sons and your daughters. And um, you're healing them in the place of their identity tonight. Uh, Where many have been trying to process who they were, where they came from, what does it look like and all of these kinds of things. But I thank you that you're coming in and uh, you're, you're affirming them tonight. Thank you for affirming them today and um and i thank you for affirming affirming the creative aspect of what they carry and i, I just speak over them today father um that they were created to create and that their creativity is rising Th- that this will be an hour that the creatives which is all of us are going to come into a place of great momentum and not only grow momentum but great wealth I prophesy that to you. Great momentum and great wealth. The thing that you hated and not liked is the thing that's going to work for you. And it's going to be something unique and special that God is going to birth out of you. Something fresh. Something new. Something you haven't seen before. Something you haven't seen. You haven't seen it done like that. And it's okay. Right? Because you're a creative pioneer. You're a pioneering creative. There's something so unusual that you're supposed to do that nobody's ever done before. And uh, even if they've gotten close to it, they can't do it like you can because there's something so unique, so unique you're supposed to do. And and so today we just break off all limitations. All those limitations are leaving you tonight. Mm -hmm. And just right there where you're at in your home, I just want you to lift your hands and just receive that right in your home if you need to put that phone down, do it whatever you got to do right in your home, just receive not like receive tonight um wow, receive tonight um uh this idea of this there is a. I. the Lord's been talking to me recently about angels, and I just sense very strongly that there's an angel j- just came into this room that's bringing forth creativity, creativity, wow. Creativity in a fresh way. It's it's just like it's like I feel like this these words, yes, Lord, these words that were released tonight. Much of it was nowhere in the notes, but I believe that it came on the wings of messenger angels. There were there were there were calls to to bring us into a place of fulfillment. So God sent you a message by way of the angels tonight for you to be able to receive that. We are experiencing in our church a uh, really high level angelic uh, activity inside of our church in this season. And I believe that the Lord is doing it not for us alone. I think he's doing it for those that are, are watching. Yeah, yeah, that are watching. And uh and so thank you for that Holy Spirit. Thank you for what you're doing right now. The limitations are falling off. People are receiving all oh, their identity. Wow. Wow. There's a there's a lady watching right now who's had the desire to to start a daycare and you've been holding back from it because you especially have allowed pandemic um to tell you that you shouldn't do it. And I need to give you the word of the Lord, open the doors. Um, Open the doors. If you open the doors, there is a whole circle of people that are connected to you that you're about to be the answer for. And this stream of uh, wealth, this stream of finances, this stream of income that's coming to your life is about to solve five problems for you. Five major problems for you. Um, um, Do it. Do it. This sounds so strange. Do it. You're in an apartment, and you've been concerned about how go rent the house. You were trying to wait to do the daycare for when you could buy rent, and the journey of rent is temporary and is going to lead you to buying. The money that you're going to make inside of this rental home is going to give you everything you need to buy the home. It's a prophetic strategy that God has given you today. Go and do it, and do it as fast as you can. This is the word of the Lord to you. There there, there, there are many people who are watching right now, and you're just, you're feeling so limited. You're feeling so limited. Don't feel limited. Find the strategy. Let the feeling of limitation push you to the time with Jesus, and Jesus is going to tell you exactly how to win. He's going to show you exactly how to win. And there is a people that are looking specifically for you. When I learned that, it changed my life when I learned that it changed my entire life, that there were specific people that are looking for me, that are looking for me, that are looking for me, right? That are looking for me, they're called to me, they're called to what I carry, they're called to what I'm designed to bring, and so I've gotta embrace that and and live that out. I'm trying to move on, but there's a very special anointing here right now, and I I, I don't wanna rush what God is doing, but I, I want you just to receive just for a moment, just uh, uh, got a few people with me in the room. If we can just worship the Lord for a moment and just just lift our voices to Him and just worship Him, and while you're at home, while you're at home, just worship Him for a moment. Something very powerful is happening right now, and I, I want us to honor it. We just wow. We honor what you're doing right now, Holy Spirit. Whew. Whew. We honor what you're doing right now, Holy Spirit. We honor what you're doing inside of our church, inside of our lives individually. We honor what you're doing right now. It's the year of God's plan. And we embrace it. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, right there in your home. I know we're so used to having music. As much as I love it and I thank God for the minstrels, but right now i think there's just a sovereign moment just take a moment and just press into the presence of the lord Whew. Thank you that you're so good. 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 good. (laughs) (laughs) good. Lastly, those who are watching, I want to say to you, the Lord told me to tell you, take the risk. Take the risk of jumping out there looking crazy. Take the risk of going on the journey. Some of you, you want immediate millions of people following you. Just take the risk. God's going to send the people in time. He'll send the people in time. Just, just do it. Just do it. Cause there's going to come a moment if you build what you're supposed to build. God's gonna breathe on it and there'll be a time and you will have so much set up already. People to be able to just go and receive of everything that you have done and you have created. Just go and create and let God do it. Wowzers, listen, I feel like tonight I'm supposed to give you an opportunity uh, to meet Jesus. and and I And I, you know, maybe you're watching this live, you're watching this on demand and maybe you feel far from God. Maybe you feel far from God. There's an opportunity right now in this presence. Um, there's an opportunity right now in this presence for you to receive him. And it doesn't matter how crazy or messed up you've been. Jesus wants to come into your life. He died for you. And, um, and I want you to receive him as your Savior and your Lord. Um, he's present to forgive you of every one of your sins. Every single one. Every one of your sins, he, he he's he's here to forgive you of it. And uh and listen, you're listening to a preacher who has been a very imperfect, <laughs> but I'm so grateful for Jesus and the cross and everything that he did for me, um, that allows me to not only get saved once, but to experience the benefits of salvation every day of my life. Um tonight. I want to pray for you and I want to pray with you. Um, and if, you, if you're one of those individuals that needs to give their lives to Jesus tonight, um, I want you to do it. I want you to do it. I want you to just say, say this prayer with me tonight. friends. I want you to say, Jesus, I thank you for dying for my sins and rising on the third day. I confess my sins and I thank you, Lord, for cleansing me. Of all unrighteousness, Jesus, be the Lord of my life and be my director in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, If you gave your life to Jesus, I want you to do something. We have a follow up gift. We want to connect with you. We want to we want to we want to really grow with you. And I need you to do something. I want you to text lifeline to the number nine four zero four zero. Huh? Nine four zero nine zero. I want you to text lifeline to nine four zero nine zero. There's some people who are watching. You need a church and um, I would love to be your pastor. How about this from wherever you are in the world? Um, the Lord has given me some very specific directions concerning the next phase of our church and ministry. And I know I'm called to you um, and and some of you have felt like you're called to us or you feel like you're called to us tonight. And we have so many ways that we can connect with you, even virtually. Uh, if you're in Texas, and New York, if you're um, if you're in Northern California, uh, Pennsylvania, if you're if you're anywhere, um, we 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 want to connect with you, and we would love to be your church. Um, and better than that, we would love to be your family. We would love to be your family. We have a whole online campus structured, um, a whole lot online campus pastor, and just a whole community that's here to be able to connect with you, and we want to serve you, and we would love for you to join. Um, This church tonight. I know you might be in Pennsylvania, but you can be a part of All Nations Worship Assembly of San Bernardino. And uh, you can do that tonight by texting new partner to nine four zero. Nine zero. they're giving me numbers in the back 94090 zero, zero. you want to text new partner to 94090 zero, zero. again we want to connect with you we want to grow with you we're not just getting information we want to follow up with you we have something for you so follow that system connect with us and we want to see uh life go to the next level hey it's almost time for me to go but before i go something powerful is happening this sunday uh yeah and while on the lawn and that may not mean anything to you, thank you. That, doesn't, that may not mean anything to you, but I, I want to say this to you. It's one of the most powerful experiences uh, we have ever had in 11 years of ministry, um, an outdoor worship experience, miracles, signs, and wonders, where people were not only being affected that were on our grounds, but people were being affected and blessed that were walking by. And um, some people don't know this, but there are mega churches, um, uh, two in our city, in our region, who, because of the model of ANWAL on the lawn, um, reached out and said, hey, we saw ANWAL on the lawn and that's what gave us the push to come back and to start gathering our people together. And I don't say that for us to be like, you know, they followed us. No, it's just saying it's a model. And I believe we're, we're modeling and doing something tremendous for people. I um, we're bringing it back one day only. And on the lawn, one day only, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to be on the grounds. If you're anywhere in Southern California, this is not just for our partners. This is for everyone. Yes, this is a specific Sunday for us, but I want you to know there's going to be such a miracle anointing. The Lord told me this. There's going to be such a power of God that's going to be flowing. If you need healing in your body, if you need deliverance, if you need breakthrough, get to ANWA on the lawn. And I just commission every single partner of our church and and friends of our church to go and invite like crazy. Let's fill the lawn. And we have so much space on the lawn that you can go as far as possible. You'll be social distance seating. People will have their mask on. We're going to be outdoors. It's going to be very powerful, but very safe. And I want to encourage you. Don't let, let me say this, please. Don't let fear keep you from coming to get your breakthrough. There's going to be a very special anointing in the physical gathering. Not saying if you're online, you're not going to get blessed, but there's going to be something very unique happening on the grounds. Come, it's first fruits Sunday, and uh, if you're not a partner, just come and worship with us. If you're a partner, I want to say to you, bring your first fruits to the Lord. Uh, it's what sustained us, guys. God and His intelligence. We 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 never. We, we, we have never did a, a first fruits offering in 11 years of ministry until last year. And, um, and God told us to, and I believe he was, he was putting us in a place to sustain us as a people, as a type, as a kind. And we're back at it and God's going to do something so unique. And, you know, uh, someone said to me the other day, do you think that people are going to give the first fruit in pandemic? And this is what I told them. I said, I hope so. And let me tell you why I hope so. I hope that you will not live disease and pandemic change your level of faith what this is the best time to work your faith and to believe God that he is going to provide for you bring it to the Lord We're bringing one week's week's salary to God and and God is going to do something so tremendous as we bring that. Dr. Chiquette and I will literally be praying for every single person that brings it in a very social distance way but the glory of God is going to touch you. Trust me, there are angels on these grounds. I keep saying it because I want you to understand it. There are angels on these grounds and um, even though I can't physically lay my hands on you, you know I'm going to be itching but I can't physically lay my hands on you. um, The angels of God are gonna be moving and we are gonna be praying for each of you specifically, not corporate prayers, praying over you specifically, um, God's blessings and even God's prophetic decrees over your lives. We want to see you here, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you're watching virtually join us, we have something very unique and special just for you and mine. So it's gonna be something unique just for you and mine. You won't just be watching us, we have a blessing just for you. And so we want you to be on and to watch us. But we before we go, I I almost forgot, but I have a good team. It's time to give. Yeah you. It's time to give. Hey, I want to encourage you to sow a seed tonight. And uh just whatever seed the Lord's placing upon your heart, I want you to go ahead and sow it tonight and uh allow God to lead you. Um and what that seed is. Ask Holy Spirit and then sow that. And there's several ways you can sow it tonight. You can sow by text to give. You can text NY SBD to the number 77977. NYSBD to the number 77977. You can also download our app. Go to your app store, download All Nations San Bernardino app. And in the app you can give securely. All Nations San Bernardino, All Nations San Bernardino app. You can give securely. And then lastly, you can give on our website. Allnationssbd.com. Samboy David. Allnationss bd.com give securely and let's do it as a family would you do it now would you go ahead and sow that seed into the work of the lord and we believe that as you sow your seed um we're going to not only see the harvest is coming to your life this is what i can promise you as the co-lead pastor and apostle of this mu- of this movement here is that we promise you with your seed we will see more souls won to christ in the history of this church in this one year and uh, and I, I believe that you're going to see something magnificent that's going to happen through the power of your seed. Be faithful to God. Obey God. Do it. And you're going to receive his blessings. Well, it's been so good being with you tonight for f- the first week of midweek. And uh, it's a thing now. So we're just going to keep with it. It's coming later, but it's just, it's just appeared. We have created. And, uh, and we're going to... Wow. That was amazing. Agreed. We want you to stay connected with All Nations San Bernardino. Do not let the uplifting stop here. Join us on Facebook or Instagram for more amazing content. We want to connect with you. And guess what? If you're in town or even out of town, come visit us at All Nations San Bernardino all the way live.